Mutual Sisters of St. Dominic bring you Dominicast, the truth in small bites. Truth Bite 16, dealing with sin. Sin is a miserable thing. Many people seem to enjoy a life of sin and will claim that it has a lot going for it. However, if you think about what sin is, under all the glitz and glamour, it starts to look just plain miserable. Miserable, as in the feeling you have when your car breaks down or dies, your computer is acting up, or when you have the flu. Sin is when your humanity is in breakdown to some degree or another. When you're involved in sin, you, the whole of you, not just your body, but your soul, are not working according to your maker's plans. If this doesn't make you feel miserable, perhaps you're in worse shape than you thought. As we've already seen, we're all sinners. While we're conscious, we're never completely sin-free. This is why, no matter how hard we play-act and put on a cheerful, successful front, misery lurks in our lives. Fortunately, there is a remedy. It's called repentance. Just as we're free to choose evil and to do it, we're free to repent and to try and make up for the mess we've caused ourselves and others. This is all part of the responsibility that God gives us. He's not going to forcibly stop us from going ahead with our sinful choices and he's not going to force us to our knees in repentance. Responsible human beings make choices and take the outcomes fairly on the chin. There's something very childish about the way we cheerfully go ahead with some sinful plan and then whinge and blame God for the negative outcome. It's also fortunate for us that God does provide remedies for our sin misery. To start with, he came to earth as a man and took our sins on himself to the point of death on the cross. That doesn't mean we'd be sinless from that moment onwards. It's obvious just by looking at ourselves that this was not the case. But now there was a chance that we could not only repent of sin, but get to heaven on the strength of it, which because of the original sin of our first parents, Adam and Eve, was beyond our reach until then. What's more, Christ taught us how to repent. We've plenty of stories in the Gospels of people whom he cured of sin. Above all, he arranged for us to have our sins cancelled out through the sacrament of confession. This sacrament is only found in the Catholic Church, but many psychologists, not necessarily Catholic themselves, claim that it's the best cure for many of our mental and emotional illnesses. God still respects our freedom of choice. Because of his love for us, he is very keen to see us freed from the miserable bondage of our sinful behaviour, especially those habits we call vices. But he won't put the words of repentance on our lips. That's something only we can do. It's a simple process, but we're often too proud to take the simplest way. We realise too that that simple process of saying sorry is followed by the harder thing of changing our tactics. We generally can't drop our sins, especially our vices, just like that. But the really heartening fact is that God does give us grace, the amazing grace of the famous song, to change. We don't actually have to save ourselves from sin single-handed. Thanks to Christ's sacrifice, God does the lot, provided we want to be saved 
and are prepared to trust in and cooperate with His grace. He doesn't expect more of us than a bit of humility and a lot of trust. To get away from the misery of self-demolition, it's surely worth a try.